prop those eyelids open, it's the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. A podcast that avoided traveling in New Mexico like the plague. It often takes him two hours to watch 60 minutes. It's Medicare expert, Doug Jones. Well, it's Drew McMillan again, my favorite, my, not my only, but, and not really my favorite, but one of my very favorite Canadian nephews. How's that for an introduction to, uh, who just announced the, uh, onset of the Medicare for the lazy man podcast. We are happy to be here and I hope you are too. If you're not right now, you may be by the end of this episode. Let's uh, keep our fingers crossed, shall we? Drew McMillan is the guy who just told you what you're listening to, and I will say that I am the Doug Jones Medicare expert that he referred to. I am here to help you feel confident and comfortable with your impending transition to Medicare from probably Obamacare. So assuming that this is coming up for you, you're in the right place and you are uh, talking to a guy that loves to cater to people that are approaching Medicare, because I know there are going to be many, many questions and I'm here to answer those questions uh, and help you feel good about the whole process. One of the ways I do that is to promote my book, Medicare for the Lazy Man. And the reason I promote that book is because many, many people have read it, thousands and thousands of people have read it, and have uh, many have told me that it is instrumental in helping them not only understand Medicare, but to not fear Medicare anymore and to avoid mistakes that they might have considered making. Like when Jimmy J.J. Walker or, or Joe Namath tells you to dial a telephone number, my book is basically written to tell you, don't do it. Don't dial that number. It's so easy to fall prey to somebody with uh, offering bad advice and uh, to lead you astray down the wrong path. But my goal in life is to try to stop you before you uh, step onto the wrong path and to help you step onto the right path. That's the reason I'm here. Often uh, at the beginning of the podcast, I ask uh, my podcast engineer, Randy Carson, to play our 30-second radio spot. Some people seem to think it codifies the way that we engage with our audience. And so I'm going to be quiet now and see if Randy will actually play it for us. Medicare is complicated. Medicare can be confusing. Medicare is no fun to study. Will you know what decisions to make when Medicare time arrives for you? My name is Doug Jones, and I wrote a book to help you figure it all out. Medicare for the Lazy Man. It's on sale at Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Also, you can download and listen to my podcast, Medicare for the Lazy Man, wherever fine podcasts are given away free of charge. Medicare for the Lazy Man, simplest and easiest guide ever. Okay. Thank you, Randy. I'm assuming that it it went off without a hitch. So this is what happens. We uh, tell you who we are, why we're here, and then we uh, tell you things that have been going on in our lives. And then we finally get down to business and eventually we wrap it all up in 20 minutes. We've never, ever exceeded that limit. Have we, Randy? Or am I I, uh, (laughs) smoking funny cigarettes again? 
What what did you say, Doug? <laughs> yeah, we've got to get more disciplined. I guess that's what I'm leading up to. I enjoy our goofing around, but I'm not so sure the audience does. I'd like to think the audience is here to, to learn Medicare stuff and to hear us talk about Medicare. Otherwise, we should change the name to Randy and Doug's uh, Lazy Man Podcast or something. <laughs> well, you know, we have so much fun, you and I, on this podcast that I, I'd hate for that to all go because... Back in the day when I was working for the man and, you know, Fortune 100 companies, we didn't have any fun, did you? No, I had to wear a suit every day, so I had, it was basically my neck was rubbed raw. I, I'll tell you what the most fun was, was riding the commuter train back home from downtown Chicago to uh, the western fringes of the Chicago suburbs in St. Charles, Illinois, and I would... Uh, uh, be I had a whole group of people that I would ride the train with, and we all went to the upstairs section of the coach that we rode in. We rode in the same car every trip, and uh, basically somebody was always assigned to get the beer, and somebody else was assigned to uh, start telling the jokes that they heard during the day. Because back in those days, we didn't have email, and we barely had fax machines. So if there were cartoons, they were speckled with little spots all over them because they had been faxed and then refaxed and refaxed. And the jokes had to be remembered. It was a different time. We could not, uh, uh, you know, print them out and, and hand them out to our friends. We had to remember to tell them. And so there were a lot of people that, after a couple of beers on the train, would tell a joke, get to halfway through the punchline and forget the rest of it. So <laughs> there was some frustration involved. Yes, I I remember those days, you know, getting jokeless on facts and all that stuff. You know, those yeah. I I think in a certain way, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in a certain way we used to have a lot more fun than we do now. I mean, ultimately we actually got to see people. Oh, that's we got, true. We actually got, like on your train ride, you know, you had this group of guys, uh, perhaps ladies too. I don't know. There were some anyway, ladies there, yes. You you all knew each other, and you'd been riding that train for quite a while, and it was just like your little train family. You mentioned working for the man, and I did say that that would be the most fun part of my day. Any any day at the end of the day when it was time to head for the train station, uh, I, my spirits started to soar because I said, oh, I'm going to get to see all of my train buddies. And in fact, we got to be so tight that we would actually get off the train, go home, change clothes, and go to train parties at the various houses of the people on the wow. train. So we actually That's socialized. Awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So that was... Um, a uh, bygone thing. The trains are still out there, but the people are different. And uh, I've been gone for a long time. Uh, the, I'm sure that most of my friends have fallen by the wayside too. They're out doing other things in other parts of the country. But that was a, a brief shining moment of Camelot in my life. Hey, listen, one of the things that people, alert listeners of this podcast understand is that I am nothing if not a fan of freedom of choice. And uh, that freedom of choice, that desire for freedom of choice, is what leads me to uh, recommend strongly that people avoid Medicare Advantage plans. And uh, Randy is the first guy on the bandwagon, and every time I bring up that name, uh, he cringes. 
he's worried that I'm going to change my position and I'm not going to change my position. I don't like Medicare Advantage plans because they restrict a person's freedom of choice in several different ways. One of the ways is you are limited to a short list of doctors and hospitals that you can seek treatment from if you have any any medical problems that need to be diagnosed or treated. And uh, that's, that's just one of the many ways that uh, these Medicare Advantage plans can make you unhappy. The, ops, or the odds are that if you were to enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan when you turn 65 or any time after that, uh, while you're on Medicare, if you enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan, you're likely going to be disappointed. I think I've got 10 ways in the book that a Medicare Advantage plan can break your heart. And I thought of an 11th way the other day. So next year's edition of the book might exactly might have exactly one more. So it might be uh, uh, this goes to 11. Uh, if you're a Spinal Tap fan, you'll know what that means. So anyway, um, I found... Uh, a couple of years ago, a Medicare Advantage plan that upon examination fits the criteria of not being a heartbreaker. It's possible that this Medicare Advantage plan is what people would be looking for if they are completely, consummately confident in the continued good health, if they are um, in, in, uh, if they're successful or they have uh, confidence in their financial resources, and if they have a sunny, bright outlook for the future, uh, and if they value freedom of choice as much as I do. Uh, there is a Medicare Advantage plan that I have uh, mentioned in my book. And I haven't devoted a ton of uh, promotional time to it, but occasionally somebody will say, hey, I read your book. Could you please send me the material on that one plan that you don't hate? It's a Medicare Advantage plan that I don't hate. And so I wanted to talk about it today. And that's because something changed. The Medicare Advantage plan is called Medicare MSA which stands for medical savings account. So it's a Medicare medical savings account, and it takes advantage of some provisions in the law that allow people to actually profit from their medical plan unless they have uh, a bunch of medical expenses. They can set aside a tax-advantaged account that account will be funded with money, and stay tuned for more details on that because I think you'll like the details. The account can be funded, and it will then be available for use for either the deductible on your medical plan or to uh, defray the costs of other types of medical uh, treatment, uh, like dental uh, you know, that sort of thing, I believe. There, there's a whole list, and I haven't seen the list in quite some time, but it's a wide variety of things that aren't typically covered by Medicare or medical insurance, but you'd be able to take the money out of your tax-advantaged Medicare uh, savings account and use the money for many, many things. And like I say, there's a list that you will be uh, uh, able to get that will list all these things for you. And I think uh, it's a pretty wide ranging bunch of uh, medical stuff that you'd be able to pay for with like after tax dollars. But here's the way the plan works. The insurance company, in this case, Lasso Healthcare, the insurance company has 
contracted with an in uh, the the insurance company is really a marketing company, but they have a an insurance product that is basically a medical insurance plan that has a big front end deductible, and then it um, it has one hundred percent coverage after that deductible. So let's say the big front end deductible is oh let's say eight thousand dollars. And then you are uh, given, uh, you know, 100% protection against medical plan, uh, expenses after the first $8,000 is paid. Well, let's suppose that you've got this MSA plan. You will be given your uh, plan, your uh, Lasso Healthcare will deposit at the beginning of the year into your account $3,000. And that leaves $5,000 that you aren't really going to be funded for. So your risk with this plan, let's suppose you come down with something really serious and really expensive. You've got an $8,000 deductible. You have 3000 in your account, and that leaves $5,000 that you're going to have to cough up in order to get to the point where the medical plan will pay 100% for the balance of the year. Now, that uh, is the worst case scenario. You've just heard the worst case scenario. Let's say that you're healthy. You expect to stay healthy. Let's say that the risk of having, <laughs> having to spend that money out of your pocket is not offensive or uh, frightening to you. And let's say that you expect to enjoy good health into the future. <clears throat> well, then what you have is a way to save the $3,000 that lands in your medical savings account every year, you can save that into the next year and the next year and the next year, and you would have $12,000 that you hadn't spent. Well, that's going to more than cover your $5,000 risk in any given year. Let's say you have a bad year, <clears throat> something needs to be fixed, or you're going to have expensive treatment. Well, you've got the money sitting in your tax advantage Medicare savings account, and that's going to offer you the opportunity to still walk away with a whole bunch of extra money that you didn't have before. So the whole thing here is like a roll of the dice for people that aren't afraid of losing a couple of rolls of the dice. It's a Medicare MSA. Um, I'm going to read a little bit from the uh, 2022 information they've sent out. I just received the 2023 information, and I'm not allowed to share any of it with you until October 1st. So this is from their 2022 uh, handouts. Basically, it is an overview of the healthcare MSA, the Lasso Healthcare MSA. It says, what is the Lasso Medicare Advantage MSA? Uh it is a high deductible health plan plus a special medical savings account. We deposit the money from Medicare into your account. That's where they get the money. They get it straight from the feds. Isn't it about time that you grab your share or at least a chunk of the money that the feds are passing out to everybody? Well, having a Medicare MSA is one way to do it. The feds give them a bunch of money. They give me as the salesman a little bit of a commission, and they give uh, themselves a little kind of a bonus, and the rest of that money goes straight into into your MSA account for you to decide how to spend, save, and or invest the funds. 
you are responsible for all medical expenses until you reach the plan deductible, which is your choice. They actually have two plans. One has an $8,000 deductible. The other one has a $5,000 deductible, and uh, your amount at risk there is uh, commensurately smaller. So it says, then we pay 100% of additional Medicare Part A and Part B expenses incurred by you. Any funds remaining at year end belong to you and roll over to the next year. Your money, your choice. And it says uh, this is uh, the plan has a unique combination of features. It is the only Medicare Advantage plan to give and to grow money. It also says there is no network. This is one of the reasons I like this plan. No network. You can go to any Medicare provider that will accept the plan. And Medicare providers that accept the plan are, you know, they're pretty widespread. As long as they know that they're going to get paid, uh, they don't really care what the plan covers as long as uh, they're not at risk of losing the time that they're going to spend diagnosing and treating you. Uh, also, it says enhanced tax-free expense coverage. So the extra perks that come with the Lasso Healthcare Reward System uh, are uh, wellness visits, a health survey, <laughs> and I know what that's all about. That's going to determine whether or not you have some medical situations that are worse than average like diabetes or let's say you're morbidly obese or uh, there are other things like you have uh, active cancer or something like that. Uh, that allows Lasso to go back to the federal government and say, hey, give us more money because we're covering a person who has higher than average risk. And so we deserve higher than average reimbursement. Now, I'm not sure I'm a big fan of that uh, way of thinking. But I understand the reason they do it. The reason they do it is the federal government wants to make sure that if there's a Medicare Advantage plan like this one is, they will cover anybody uh, and everybody, all comers uh, that come at the right time, like when they're eligible. And so nobody's going to be turned down for a plan like this because of their health history or anything else. And once a year, they have an unlimited right to join this Medicare MSA plan where the plan gives you money. So uh, the extra perks, prioritize your health and also earn rewards for just for completing three preventive health activities. Visit your provider for a wellness check to establish a care plan, order labs, discuss the results or complete a health survey. Do one, two, or three of all of those to earn rewards. You can use MSA funds tax-free on preventive services, and those services count towards your plan deductible. So moving on with their plan description, it says your 2022 plan options. Remember, this is this year's information. I'm not allowed to say anything about their next year plan options until October 1st. So it says all locations within our, within our service area have a choice between two value-driven plans. Well, the service area actually comprises 35 states. That's one thing I like about this particular MSA. The other ones I've seen cover one state or part of a state or maybe a couple of states in one part of the country. This is the only one I've seen that comes close to a national plan. And so when I'm licensed everywhere, as I am, uh, I want to be able to talk the same talk with all people, and uh, there are only 15 states where I'd have to 
turn people down. Interested parties are not able to uh, apply for coverage in 15 of the 50 states. So anyway, they've got a, uh, a two different plans. One is a 5,000 deductible and one is an 8,000 deductible. If you choose the $5,000 deductible, they're going to put $2,000 into your account. And then the uh, remaining $3,000 will be yours to uh, pay if you have expenses that need uh, attention before your uh, your expense level gets to the 100% part of the medical plan. hope I'm explaining this clearly. You are able to Use the $2,000 for anything you want to, but let's say you save it and use it for medical expenses because you've got a $5,000 deductible. Well, you're going to have to cough up the other $3,000 yourself. On the other hand, you may not have any medical expenses that year, and that $2,000 is yours to keep or roll over for the following year. Uh, then there is a plan that offers an $8,000 deductible. They will give you $3,000, deposit that right into your personal account, and then your responsibility, if you had medical expenses, would be about $5,000 until you hit the level at which the medical plan is going to pay 100% on your behalf. So they're going to give you either $2,000 or $3,000 in cash. And that is yours to do with as you please from day one. Uh, and uh, you can save it to use for medical expenses, or you can take it to uh, a casino and put it on a number and a color of your choice and uh, let it ride if you actually hit that number. But that's uh, probably not what I would advise. It's not really a, a, a conservative way to handle your money. But it's, you know, for people that have a lot of money, maybe that's their idea of fun. So it says, as enrollment is generally for a full calendar year, the plan deposit and the deductible amounts that we've been talking about are for a full year. All of this stuff is, uh, is given a, uh, it's, um, well, (laughs) the term I'm thinking of is it's all prorated. And so the uh, deductible is prorated and the uh, amount they're going to give you is prorated. If you happen to enroll in the plan, when you turn 65 in the middle of a given year, they're only going to give you half of the money that they promised. And they're only going to subject you to half of the, uh, the deductible for that plan, I believe. Uh, So let's see here. The uh, uh, enrollment or disenrollment, both the deposit and the deductible amounts are prorated monthly for any enrollment or disenrollment happening during the course of the year. The proration amount for the growth MSA is 166 per month and 250 per month for the big boy, the growth plus MSA. If you leave the plan before the end of the calendar year, you will owe it a prorated amount of the current year's deposit. You'll have to pay it back to Lasso Healthcare. Now, also, you're going to have to get your own drug plan because this is not an MSA plan that includes drug coverage. But see, I consider that to be a uh, a positive. That's going to be an advantage because I tell people how to get the least expensive plan that will cover all of their drugs to the best uh, advantage of all the drug plans available in their given area. So let's say you're in DuPage County, Illinois, and there are 25 
drug plans available in your area. I can take a, your list of drugs and your favorite drug stores and plug that into a, uh, a uh, government website calculator, and it will tell me the cheapest plan for you the second cheapest plan, the third cheapest plan, the fourth cheapest plan. And you're going to say, well, I don't like the company that puts out the cheapest plan, so I'll spend a few bucks more and I'll take the plan that's second cheapest. You have that right. You can go and buy the most expensive plan if you want. But once I've shown you the most cost-effective drug plan in your area, there's really no reason to go any farther than that. And then it says clinical access here. There's a paragraph describing uh, your ability to get treatment from doctors and hospitals. Medicare MSA plans are not allowed to limit what provider you choose for care. That's the fantastic thing. You get freedom of choice. But a lot of doctors and hospitals may not know about MSA plans. So I'm not reading. I'm just uh, <laughs> telling, sharing you with you the fact that this is an, not a widespread concept that doctors and hospitals may have to be educated as to the type of coverage that you're going to have when you walk in uh, to get treated for uh, something and you have a Medicare MSA. So it says any Medicare-approved provider can treat you, and then they can bill Lasso Healthcare. And uh, the, they bill the MSA, including some of the largest and most renowned systems. Providers can decide at every visit whether to accept the plan and agree to treat you or not. You know, they can always say, "Now nah, we don't want your plan. However, you cannot be uh, denied emergency care due to your insurance plan. So I could go on and on, but I just wanted to say that this is what happened with the Lasso MSA. I haven't talked about it much lately because they were acquired by a Chicago health insurance holding company. I'll know more about that later, and I'll be able to talk more about it after October 1st. But I have been on the verge of re recommending or rescinding my recommendation for the Lasso MSA health plan. But now I'm feeling a little bit better about it because they were late to the party for this year, but they have finally made contact with the agents that are going to be selling their product. And what I read is um, giving me new cause for optimism that this is a good solution for people who would like to have a Medicare plan that doesn't reach into their pocket so uh, or restrict their freedom. So, Randy, I know this has uh, made you probably fall asleep. I can see that uh, you've Painted, you put on the glasses that have the eyeballs drawn on the glass, but uh, we're, we're finished now, so you can come on back. Well, I find that extremely interesting. I really do, because yeah, as you know, in terms of Medicare Advantage plans, uh, I, I, hives start popping up on my face readily you know, when we start talking about Medicare Advantage plans, because I don't think there is such a thing as a good Medicare Advantage plan, but you may have you may have found one with this well, one. Well, it's certainly less disgusting than most of the Medicare Advantage plans out there. This gives people freedom of choice, and that's what I'm all about. Yep. Well, I, I had to tell the the uh, the Medicare audience here, the podcast folks here, that what I was I'm really disappointed today, and most recently with the video processor on my on my computer here. I told it to touch up my appearance, and yep. I don't know if you noticed this, Doug. I, I told it to touch up my appearance, and it blacked out my face. 
I'm, I'm not sure what that should tell me. It offered me the opportunity to choose whether your face or your clothing were improved. And I may have made the wrong choice. <laughs> okay. I, if so, I, I apologize. I got it. I got it. Well, anybody, anybody that listened today, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because we do this just to help you. Everything that Doug says is right on target. And I really want you, uh, I mentioned last time, you know, if we haven't touched on anything that you've always been wondering about in this podcast, send Doug an email and say, you know, I'd like you to discuss, you know, drag racing while under Medicare. I don't know what the, <laughs> I don't know what the answer is, <laughs> but bottom line, if we hadn't touched on it, we should, because we've been doing this for nearly three years now. And probably some of it needs, uh, you know, not a touch up, but it, it deserves revisiting. So Write Doug at dbj at mlmmailbag.com with any of these suggestions for a topic. Absolutely go to amazon.com and buy yourself uh, at least one copy, and if not that, more copies of Medicare for the Lazy Man paperback, which is the 2022 version. It's got the green numbers on it. Or get yourself an audio. Those are available, or a Kindle or any combination thereof, because they are going to be, you'll find it, you'll find it in the future that it was the best money you spent, because that's what we hear time and time again. Absolutely. But in the meantime, you have just spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy, otherwise known as your Medicare wingman from his fortress of solitude up behind Cave Creek, Arizona, at an altitude of 9,347 feet. Where's my oxygen mask? <laughs> Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs>